The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Good to be with you again this week. On this program, we talk about issues relating to living with cancer. And today, Percy, we've chosen the topic, Being a Community of Hope. We're going to hear today from a tremendous clinician who's a clinical quality review nurse. And she's going to really unveil to us the significance of community and what that means and how to be community within the context of her specific work and her role uh, as she serves cancer patients every day. Jean Bennett is a caring pro, isn't she? It's a good term. Caring professional or caring pro would be apropos for who she is and and the, the dynamic that she brings to her work every day. We'll learn from Jean coming up on the program today. Uh, being a community of hope, that word community, we throw that around a lot, but what does that really mean? I mean, you you experience this. What does it mean to you? Yeah, the, the word community is, is a term that we kind of kick around quite a bit. In the context of, of this conversation and from my experience, uh, what is true about cancer patients and their caregivers is that in many cases they feel isolated and alone. Uh, the, a diagnosis of cancer uh, mentally just kind of puts people into a place of being separated from what we would consider to be the rest of the world around us in terms of our looks, our feelings, et cetera, et cetera. Community in this context means being able to surround this individual with people who are attuned to who they are, where they are, what they're feeling, and allowing them to unpackage all of that in a heartfelt, earnest, and organic way that doesn't mean that we're expecting anything from them, but that we are there to give of ourselves to them wholeheartedly. Of course, that includes family and friends and loved ones, but it can include healthcare professionals too, right? And most certainly includes healthcare professionals because ultimately, uh, cancer patients are probably spending as much, if not in some cases, more time with their healthcare professionals than anyone else, given the severity of, of what type of cancer and what their treatment is at the end of the day. Being a community of hope, our topic today here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We always like to start out with a a verse of Scripture, and you've uh, chosen one very special one today. Yep, our spiritual nugget is found in Psalm 62, verses 5 and 6, and this really epitomizes the spirit and the commitment of Jean as we talk to her today is, Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. We're going to talk about how that plays into the role of being good community resources and surrounding individuals and allowing them to feel surrounded by the power of people who love them and love God. Well, whether you personally are on a cancer journey or you know someone close to you who is, I think you'll find a lot of help and hope here today as you listen to our program with Reverend Percy McRae from Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Let me give our website just before a break. It's health hopeandinspiration.com. Go there, find resources, listen to this program again and past programs, all at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae. Remember, as you listen, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Well, Percy, introduce our guest to us now. Well, with me today uh, as our special guest is Jean Bennett. And Jean is a clinical quality review nurse at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Jean, it is such a privilege to have you with us today. How are you? Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And I would imagine that you're a pretty busy person given the title uh, of work that you do. Uh, Help me and help our audience to understand today exactly what is a clinical quality review nurse. Well, the expectation for everyone in healthcare is to provide a quality product. And so my uh, job is to look at the quality of care that we are providing. So there's quite a few elements of that that uh, I use to review any particular clinical investigation that might be assigned to me. You're assuring that that there is just the best quality of clinical care that's being provided to patients within the context of their experience. That is correct. Okay, great. You have about 30 plus years of, of nursing experience. You're a nurse by trade. Talk to me a little bit about some of the things that you've done from a nursing perspective. Well, it has been a pleasure to be in the healthcare profession. Um, the emphasis of the cancer experience has been one of very uh, much a fascination for me. Uh, whenever I was uh, younger, uh, at the beginning of that 30-plus years, cancer was something in the community that evoked a lot of fear because the expectation is that there wasn't much that we as professionals could do except to try to ease your pain while it was that you were having this experience. Sometimes the treatments were thought to be more uh, problematic than they were helpful, and that the quality of life would be something that you might want to uh, avoid the treatment. So my experience has been watching the healthcare profession grow as we have knowledge that has afforded our patient population a hope. And that's what makes it exciting now to be a part of the healthcare community providing cancer care uh, services that we can bring a sense of hope okay. and expectation of a better life, not just a longer life. And so with that, uh, you've seen a lot of growth and progression in the cancer care community. That's what I'm hearing you say. And where we were 30 years ago, we certainly are in some very different places in terms of 
hopeful expectation. I think it's important. The name of the show here obviously is health, hope and inspiration. And, and we want people to be hopeful. We want people to have a sense of hope around the conversation of cancer. Talk to me, if you will, about some of the things that you've seen progress with regard to treating of cancer that that gives us a reason to be hopeful. I know one of the things just from a layman's perspective is cancer now, in many cases, certainly not all, is now being viewed as a chronic disease to be managed versus uh, not necessarily being viewed as a death sentence. What are some of the things that you've seen in the progression of cancer care that we should be hopeful about? Well, first of all, I would say the investment that we have in uh, medications and surgical techniques. Also, the fact that we understand that the journey is very, very important for families. And so now we don't isolate people and treat them as though they were quote unquote lepers. Okay, it's that important. We, that we understand that it does take the uh, community around us, that we uh, support all of the people that are on this journey, that we have a part to play, even if it's walking through our hallways and giving a smile hopefully bringing joy, a a spot of hopefulness. If we see someone struggling, that we can, as a healthcare professional, offer that to, may I help you? Mm -hmm. Uh, But truly, I think it's on the medical side where we see the advances in technology and in uh, pharmaceuticals and in surgical techniques that we understand the uh, complexity of cancer. Cancer may be one word, but the dynamics of it is so much more than that. And that we now have a clearer understanding about our body's response, how it is that we can uh, portray to the community the things that we need to uh, offer them for, you know, better sleeping, better nutrition, better activities, uh, so that we can take charge of our own health and, uh, you know, be an investor of our future, not just a recipient of somebody's diagnosis. Well, I love the term being an investor. I hear a couple of things with regard to your experience and your journey, and you use the word journey. When we really understand good cancer care, uh, you use the term community, you use the term journey, you use the term investor. Those are very different terms that we never use or we very seldom use 30 years ago when we talked about cancer care. What does it mean to be an investor in, in cancer care or in someone's cancer care? Well, it says that I, as a healthcare professional, have the right and responsibility to find those people that are taking their personal journey through cancer to come alongside of them to offer my expertise in a clinical way, in a professional way, and in a personal way, so that I can be a part of that journey of hope that inspires them to want to keep fighting if that is their decision to fight, or to just listen to them if they've decided that their journey and their decision-making is, I'm tired of doing this, I don't want to go any further, and to help them transition to whatever endpoint that they have envisioned for themselves. So two things. Let's talk, number one, about being a personal investor in one's journey of cancer. How do you manage your own personal care? Because we know that cancer care and a cancer journey 
has a lot of moving pieces that are difficult and complicated. How do you manage your own personal journey of care in supporting people who's on a journey of cancer care? Well, my personal journey is basically to arrive at work every day with a sense of hope, a sense of help, a sense of community, uh, a sense that I probably do have something that I can impart to anybody that I see with a diagnosis of cancer. Okay. Uh, a part of it is just finding the joy of um, being with a person that is on a very, very unique path sure. by which it is that if I come fully filled with hope myself, mm-hmm. I have gotten the rest that I needed, that I have left the problems of home at home, and now I am ready to run the race with them for a eight-hour day, a 10-hour day, or at any point by which it is that I can intervene into their lives with a sense of hope, smile, and encouragement. So would you say then that this is more than just a job? Obviously, you've been doing this for 30 years. That that there, it sounds to me there's a sense of purpose and calling to, to, to the work that you do. Would you want to elaborate upon that? Because, again, there's a difference between having a job versus having a purpose and a calling. How how do you distinguish the two? Well, it definitely is for me a purpose and a calling. Uh, Health care is not just a vocation or occupation. It truly is something that I strive to be a part of everyone's life that I touch wow. on a daily basis. That's huge. Whether it be a, a co-worker who is laboring to find something to be positive about a circumstance that they, they're undone by, uh-huh, sure. or whether it's a patient that is on a journey with cancer. Because once you enter the door here, you are now on an assignment to come away to produce something that is beyond yourself, something that brings hope to everyone you touch in the day. Well, with that school of thought, then obviously that would speak to, and of course the audience that that this program is being beamed out to are are, are people who are are highly driven around purpose and calling. Uh, And that purpose and calling has a, a spiritual base to it. Uh, would it be safe to say that 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 you possess uh, a, a spiritual base or orientation that also fuels that purpose and that calling? Definitely. My day begins about three and a half to four hours before I show up to work. Okay. By which it is that I center my universe and my world around God's word. And with that, then I come away with a sense that all is well with me and I'm ready to go out and to be poured out into somebody else's life. And does that allow you and help you with the element that you spoke of about community and journey? Because it's really difficult, I think, uh, to be a community to someone or something else that that you don't feel a passion of connectivity to based upon, again, a sense of a higher calling. So you talked about community. You talked about journey. Is that what really allows you to kind of to become part of that person's experience as a community and to be part of their journey if they're willing to allow you to join them on that path? Yes, it is. I truly enjoy the thought of the tapestry of my life being impacted by others and that I truly can come away with a sense of having been a part of somebody else's life, 
their journey, even if it was just for a day or an hour or for one moment. To me, that is the joy of getting up and coming, knowing that the call, the uh, destiny that you have is much bigger than you, and that everybody that you come in contact with is a divine appointment and a sense of you're going to learn from them, and possibly, if you're blessed, you're going to get to impart in them. Well, listen, Jane, thank you so much for being a called, purposeful nurse who provides good clinical quality review of all that you do. We need you. You are important, and we thank God for you. May you continue to be blessed on your journey. Thank you. Have a great day. Percy, thank you for bringing Jean to the program here today. You get to talk with such interesting people. I do. I feel very fortunate in that regard, and and I, I thank God for that opportunity. We have a lot to unpack today with regard to uh, Jean's perspective mm-hmm. of, of her clinical quality review nursing that she does in terms of hope and in terms of purpose and intention. Well, I'll tell you what, let's unpack that after we take a break here, all right? And I'll remind you that you are listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae, and our website is healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits. Glad to have you with us listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Okay, Percy, you said we have a lot to unpack from our guest conversation here today. Jean Bennett, a very professional, caring nurse we talked to a moment ago. Yep. We want to start first with just her title alone, Clinical Quality Review Nurse. That's a lot to say. And in the context of it, if we just broke that apart, clinical quality review, all that was discussed by Jean uh, in this discussion helped us to understand, again, when we talk about cancer and support of patients with cancer, there's a clinical dynamic that they're dealing with. They're taking their treatment, they're receiving uh, medical care, and then the quality of that What is the impact of that and how well is it being effective within the lives uh, and the pursuit of their process? And then reviewing that as a nurse, we heard from her so many different things that really spoke to the essence of her title. First and foremost, one of the key points that I heard from her is that she says she desires to bring hope to her work. Yeah, I picked up on that, too. She said, I come filled with hope, ready to help. And again, when you begin to understand the approach to what she does, she's starting off at the point of saying, 
I'm coming with an eager and an earnest expectation on behalf of the people that I serve. That's what, by definition, spiritually speaking, the word hope is. Having an expectation, an eager expectation of things to happen, potentially good for those that she serves. She's bringing that with her. And then she talked about being an investor of one's future, not just a recipient of others that she wants to invest. And you, you hear the word invest. Of course, you think about financial language and the financial world that, you know, you can't receive unless you put something into a process. She wants to invest into the lives, into the pursuit, into the experience of the future of people that she's seeing every day. That's a very intentional mindset of yes. what she's doing with our work. You know, what was fascinating for me listening to Jean was to hear how cancer treatment has changed through the years. She talked about how uh, living with cancer now is not in isolation, and that's the very thing we're talking about today. It's to be lived in community. Exactly, because now I think that, you know, we have certainly embarked upon great advances in just mentally approaching the subject of cancer and how true it is for so many patients who historically have struggled with a sense of of feeling alone and no one understood them and no one wants to talk with them. And we're creating this whole community galvanizing effect of rallying around, first of all, by opening up the discussion about cancer, being more open about the topic and discussing that openly. Well, just the way the professionals like Gene approach their job. That has changed, I feel. Well, I, I think, again, she spoke about purpose. She spoke about being uh, having a calling. And, you, you know, as well as I do, Wayne, we've heard that so many times yes, by so many of the people that we've interviewed on the show that they're approaching their medical profession as a divine calling. That's a powerful thing that translates beyond just receiving a paycheck and just having a vocation. But now it speaks about one's invocation. And so she said that she arrives to work with a sense of hope and that she enjoys the tapestry of her life being impacted by others. So she's now flipping it around that I am now being impacted (laughs) by my engagement and interaction with the patients that I serve. That alone has got to make a big difference. Well, I would think it makes a big difference in terms of the energy, in terms of, again, let's go back to the word hope, because that's kind of our, 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 our term that we're working off of for this show of uh, earnest expectation. She's now expecting to be impacted. She's expecting to receive something. She's expecting something to happen to her as a result of being willing to be part of some someone's journey. That changes the dynamic and motivation of why you come to work on a daily basis. Absolutely. And let me mention at this point, of course, that spiritual support is provided when and if desired by the patient. It's never forced on anyone. That is correct. Again, uh, as I've said before, intrinsically spiritual uh, benefits can only happen when one takes ownership and has a true organic connection to the idea of a spiritual reality and a spiritual engagement that can't be forced upon anyone. You can't make someone experience that there has to be an openness and a willingness. So in order to engage that conversation, one needs to understand where that person is located and have been given permission to engage with them on that level so that they can truly benefit from that. Well, as we talk today about being in a community of hope and living with cancer, uh, just, just being in that community just takes away some of the fear, doesn't it? Well, 
because again, cancer typically has been an isolating scenario for many people who have felt that no one understands what they're going through. Uh, no one has the type of cancer that I have. I have the world's worst type of cancer. There's so many different uh, misnomers that are happening mentally and emotionally to patients. So creating that effect of community first with your care team, with your community, with your family and friends, with your local church begins to just destigmatize the whole element of mental and emotional uh, references about being a cancer patient. And that's what we're here to do. We want to destigmatize that. And this is Anchored in Scripture here today. So with that, our spiritual nugget is Psalm 62, verses 5 and 6. And it says, Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken today. Your hope and your foundation and your rock is in the Lord of hosts who is fighting on your behalf and who is empowering you as you continue to walk through every challenge and negative circumstance. Percy, thank you so much for that and all that you do. That's Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And our time is up for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We're found online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. We'll see you next week. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits.